Welcome back to Devil's Talking Padres. This is your co-host, Bobby Murphy. I will be without Dominic Stern today, but Padres just took two or three against the New York Mets, the first in the National League NL Mets, and the offense totally picked up. Awesome series to the Padres in a packed crowd at home, 40,000 on that Wednesday game, on a Wednesday night game. So offense has totally picked up. After not scoring five runs in 10 straight games, the Padres have scored at least five runs in five of their last six games after taking three out of four against the Brewers and then two out of three against the Mets. The Padres are looking good. The pitching staff has been looking amazing, and the bats have totally been picking up. A lot of guys in this series have totally picked it up, especially over the last week. Jerickson Profar, Luke Voigt. Jose Azacar, Jake Cronenworth has been on fire hitting home runs three in his last five games. But Profar in the leadoff spot looked great in this past series. Luke Voigt has been getting on base at a high clip. And this Padres team has just really taken off. Of course, the Padres all know that they're still without Fernando Tatis Jr. for probably until maybe after the All-Star break. But as of Wednesday night, the Padres are just a game and a half behind the Los Angeles Dodgers for first place in the NL West. And without Fernando Tatis Jr. and in a season where the offense has been pretty cool for a lot of the season, this is great for the Padres being this close to first place in a tough division and, of course, behind the Dodgers. But winning the series against the best team in the NL record-wise has to be a huge confidence boost for the Padres, especially taking it at home in a packed house all three games and winning the series was really big for the Padres game one on Monday night they lost 11 to 5 Blake Snell really struggled in this game loaded the bases in the first inning and walked a few batters and he went only went four innings allowed seven hits three walks and four runs this is easily one of his worst starts of the season and it was kind of hard to watch him pitch in this game he was just getting hit pretty hard and he couldn't find his spots and his ERA is now up to 5.68 he has really been a shell of himself since his silent season a couple seasons ago but he really has not been what the Padres have expected him to be, and hopefully he can pick it up. But after Snell went four innings, Stephen Wilson came in through three shutout innings, and he looked really good. 39 pitches in his three innings, one hit, zero strikeouts, but no base runners, and he looked amazing. Craig Stammen came in after the Padres made it somewhat of a game. Luke Voigt in the bottom of the eighth homer to right to make it a 7-5 game on a 3 on homer. And then Stammen came in top nine, Padres are coming back, and then... Stammen goes in and in a third, five hits, four and runs, and he just really struggled, and the Mets just took this game away. And biggest story of this game, of course, the Mets' bats, but Eduardo Escobar for the Mets hit for the cycle, went into the eighth inning with no triple and no home run, and he still completed the cycle. So congrats to him on that performance. But the Padres pitch in this game was just really not good. Snell looked bad. Stammen looked bad. And then Tim Hill came in, recorded two outs, but three hits and two runs. So he was really off, but... Padres did have seven hits in this game, and three of those were from Jerkson Profar in the leadoff spot. He looked really good, and he had an RBI. Luke Voigt, of course, with a three-run homer in the eighth, and Profar had an RBI single. Nomar Mazar in the bottom of the seventh had an RBI double in the seventh, and then Voigt's homer in the eighth were the Padres' five runs, and the pitching was just really bad in this game. Kudos to the Mets' offense for hitting really well. They had 16 hits in this game. Three runs in the first, four runs in the ninth, and then scattered throughout the rest of the game. But Carlos Carrasco was looking amazing, missing bats all throughout the game. Seven innings, two runs, and ten strikeouts, and he looked really good in, in this game. And, of course, Eduardo Escobar with the cycle. Three runs and six RBIs for him with ten total bases. Amazing game for him. But, yeah, the Padres pitching was just looking really bad. Looked like they were getting back into it in the bottom of the eighth, and then Stammen blew it again in the ninth. But on to game two, 7-0 win for the Padres. Shutout performance by Yu Darvish. He went seven innings, two hits, six strikeouts, and 100 pitches. Adrian Marajon made his 2022 debut coming off of Tommy John surgery, and he threw two perfect innings, 18 pitches with the strikeout. That was a huge performance for him and a huge confidence builder for 
Marejon, as he, of course, was one of the Padres' top prospects, and then he's been riddled with injuries a little bit. He has had some time with the Padres throughout his career, but still a young pitcher, and if he can come back from Tommy John well, he could be a great long reliever or a great number five starter or kind of like a Nick Martinez role where he'll just be a long reliever. But huge item for Marejon, and hopefully he can keep that going. Udarvis just looked amazing in this game. He was missing bats. He was not allowing hits. Zero walks and seven innings for, for Darvish in this game as well, and he looked really good. Only two hits for the Mets in this game, but Padres only six hits and seven runs. They were looking really good in this game at the play. Jerickson Profar, again, as a leadoff batter, got on base four times. He went one for two with two runs and drew three walks and hit a home run as well. Scoring got started off in the first inning with a Jerickson Profar leadoff home run to deep right, 394 feet. And then bottom second, Trent Grisham singled to right to score Hosmer and then Cronenworth singled to center to score both Mazzara and Grisham. So the Padres jumped up to an early 4-0 lead. In the second inning, and then from the third to sixth inning, the offense really couldn't get anything going. Not a lot of hits, but bottom of the seventh, Manny Machado singled to center to score both Nola and Profar, and then a void sack fly made it 7-0 in this game. But Padres were getting clutch hits when they needed to, getting on base, drawing walks. They drew six walks in this game, and Profar just really great discipline for him in this game. Of course, with the leadoff home run and the three walks. Great all-around outing by the Padres. Good discipline clutch hitting and amazing pitching by both Darvish and Marejon. Game three on Wednesday was really one of the best Padres games of the entire year that I've seen. 13 to two win to clinch the series and take two or three against this Mets team. And they had 15 hits in this game. They scored five in the fourth and then four in the fifth. And that really just got, got the game out of hand. They were up early with a Nomar Mazar single in the bottom of the first and then a Manny Machado double to left in the third, put them up 2-0. And then fourth in is where they really tacked it on. Profar singled to score both Alfaro and Grisham. Cronenworth doubled to right to score Kim and Profar, and then Manny Machado doubled to center scored to Cronenworth. So just hits on hits on hits in the fourth inning. And then bottom of the fifth, again, Jerkson Profar, RBI double, scored Hassan Kim. And then Jake Cronenworth, home run to right, 346 feet, just snuck in the foul pole and scored Alcantara and Profar. But great game for Cronenworth. Three for four, three runs and five RBIs with seven total bases. And Cronenworth... He's still hitting 226 on the year, but he's totally heating up. Like I said earlier, three home runs in his last five games. He's been looking a lot more comfortable at the plate. Pro far in this game, again, as the leadoff hitter, three runs, two for four, three RBIs. He came in clutch with a lot of his at-bats. Manny Machado, two for four, with two RBIs. And then both Alfaro and Mazzara both had two hits. For the pitching, the big guys in this game, Shamanaya, seven innings, three hits, one earned run, three walks, and three strikeouts. 91 pitches. He was looking really efficient in this game. Didn't miss a lot of bats, but was being... Really efficient with his outs. And then Chris Mack came in, pitched the eighth and the ninth. Two hits and two strikeouts, but he was able to not allow any damage to get on the board. But great all-around game for the Padres again in this game, just like Tuesday. And a huge series win for the Padres right here. For the lineup, Jerickson Profar is the leadoff hitter for most of the series. He was has been on fire. Of course, Cronenworth has been hitting his home runs over the last few games. But Profar in the leadoff spot has been a great idea by Bob Melvin, and that has really paid off in these few games. Melvin has been loving his aggression at the plate, and along with his aggression where he's taking the pitches that he wants, but his discipline has been looking really good. He's drawing walks. He did draw a walk on Wednesday as well. So that's four walks in the last two games of the series drawn by Jerkson Profar as the leadoff hitter. And Profar has always been a guy who has great discipline at the plate and is able to get on base, even if he's not getting hits. But in this series, he was getting hits, drawing walks, a lot of RBIs for him in the series. It just clutched it in all around for Profar, and he had a nice diving catch in this series as well. So all around great performance by Profar in this series. Another guy in this lineup who's really been heating up, Luke Foyt, his last seven games, 10 for 30, six RBIs with two home runs, 
He's really been picking it up with a 922 OPS just over the last seven games in the past week, but he's been looking really good as a car 5 for 15. Hassan Kim has really been struggling in this in the past week. 3 for 25, Eric Hosmer 3 for 23. Those two guys have really been struggling and Hosmer has as always as a lot of Padres fans did expect to cool off as he really did. And then Austin Nola, 1 for 10 in three games in the past week. But Alfaro's been swinging a solid bat, 4 for 14 in the, in, over the last series with a 10-18 OPS, of course, just a four-game small sample space. The Padres lineup has totally picked up over the past week, and this has to be huge for their confidence coming into the next series in a four-game series against the Colorado Rockies. After the Padres get a much-needed day off on Thursday, they will have the Rockies in town for a four-game weekend series Friday and then a doubleheader on Saturday, 1-10 and 7-10 for those two games, and then 1-10 to end the series on Sunday All-Pacific time, 6-40 on Friday, should I mention. But Padres on the mound, a lot of guys who have been phenomenal for the team. Of course, Darvish and Manaya pitched the last two games. The guys going out here on the mound for them, Joe Musgrove, 1.64 ERA. He's been Absolutely amazing. Still on the air. 10 starts, 10 quality starts. And I didn't think he could get any better, but his last start was chasing another no-hitter. That was, of course, in the Brewers series. But he pitched into the eighth inning with no-hitter, finished eight innings, three walks, six strikeouts, and one hit shutout in his last start. And this is one of the best performances I've seen by Musgrove since, of course, his no-hitter last season. But Musgrove pitching the first game, really confident with him out there on the mound against this Rockies lineup at home. And then Clevenger, he has not pitched deep in the games really this year. He has touched 95 and 91 pitches, but he has not gotten through the fifth. His last start didn't get worked too hard, but it was looking okay. Stuff looked really good. Five strikeouts and three innings, one hit, which was just one home run against the Brewers last Sunday. But five strikeouts on the year, 20 strikeouts and 17 innings with a 3.18 ERA and a 1.12 whip. McClemenger has really come back from his injury looking pretty good after his second Tommy John. I didn't know what to expect from him. I wasn't expecting much, but his last two starts hasn't been going deep. But eight combined innings in his last two starts and only one run and two hits. He's really been looking good. And then Mackenzie Gore, who has been absolutely phenomenal for this Padres team, for this rotation, for this pitching staff. He has been my favorite Padre to watch pitch all year. And I know Musgrove has been the best, but with Mackenzie Gore, he's just been looking so good. Of course, Padres fans had a lot of high expectations for him over the last few years, and he's finally here. His last start, six innings, 10 strikeouts, three hits, three walks, zero runs across the board against the Brewers the last Saturday. But his last four starts, 19 innings, one earned run, and he's just been looking really good. Zero runs in his last 13 innings pitched with 19 strikeouts, and he is looking like a future ace for this team. I know it's still early. I know Padres fans, the Padres organization, saw this with Chris Paddock, which hopefully Mackenzie Gore, of course, will not have a fall off like Paddock, where Paddock started off the first half of his MLB career just pitching amazing, and then MLB teams kind of started to figure him out, and then he cooled off over the next two and a half seasons. But Mackenzie Gohart, 48 innings pitched, 17 walks, 57 strikeouts. He has been phenomenal for this Padres team, and I'm loving what I'm seeing from him. Nick Martinez, one of the spot starters for the Padres, kind of a long reliever, but also a guy who can just come in and be a number five or even number six starter if needed. But 3.99 ERA on the season. He's been looking solid as a back-of-the-end starter for the Padres this year. His last start, solid start, four innings, four hits, two runs with four strikeouts. 
and his start before that, six innings, three on runs. So he's been looking solid in his last few starts. Nothing too amazing, but serviceable for a back-of-the-end rotation guy for the Padres. Out on the mound for the Rockies this year's will be Cool, Freeland, Friday and Saturday. Second pitcher for Saturday in the night game of the doubleheader has not been announced yet on ESPN. And Sunday will be Herman Marquez. Friday, Chad Cole, 3.17 ERA on the year, pitching, of course, at Coors Lot. Very good ERA for him. And for guys pitching at Coors, but his last start at home against a tough Braves lineup, six innings, five hits, shutout. He's not a big strikeout guy whatsoever. Fifty-four innings, forty-one strikeouts. So hopefully the Padres can just attack him early, not and not let him blow by him, which he does not really have a huge fastball. But Padres should be able to hit him well if their lineup can stay heating up. Kyle Freeland, four point five three ERA on the year, just had his best start of the year. Seven innings, five hits. One earned run, which was just a solo home run against the Braves last Saturday. But his last few starts, five and two thirds with five earned runs, four and a third with one earned run. So Freeland has been pretty inconsistent for them, but he's been one of the Rockies' most consistent pitchers over the last few years. And then Herman Marquez really struggling this year, 6.49 ERA with a 1.59 whip. He's been getting hit really hard. He's been pitching deep into a lot of these games. He's pitched at least six innings in five of his last six starts so he's going deep into games getting hit pretty hard four hits three earned runs in six innings in his last start and then seven hits six earned runs in five innings in his start before that and again not another big strikeout guy for him 61 innings pitch 53 strikeouts on the year and 22 walks so he's kind of had trouble connecting with the strike zone but these are some guys that the party should be able to hit not a lot of big strikeout guys some guys that just hit the zone and stay consistent but not a lot of swings and misses from these guys won't punch you away a lot and if the Padres lineup stays hot how they have been these last two series against the Brewers and the Mets Padres should easily win three out of four in the series especially with Musgrove, Clevenger, Gore and Nick Martinez on the mound for them now to take a look at the Rockies lineup a lot of guys in this lineup who are solid CJ Crone is leading the team with 14 home runs 877 OPS and a 286 batting average of course there's Charlie Blackman 251 batting average on the year nine home runs Connor Joe hitting 272. Brendan Rodgers, Randall Grishuk, Jose Iglesias. A lot, of, a lot of these guys having solid bats in the lineup for them. Jonathan Daza hitting 331 on the year. But only two guys in this lineup, Blackman and Crone, have more than eight home runs. So not a lot of big power threats on this team, especially even playing at cores. Padres pitching staff should be able to take these guys down pretty handily in the series. I expect them to go six, seven innings in a lot of these starts. And then in the bullpen for the Rockies, Daniel Bard is a closer. He's been having a really solid year, 2.31 ERA, 3-2 and two record with 12 saves on the year, 29 strikeouts in 23 in a third inning. Tyler Kinley with a 0.75 ERA, 27 strikeouts in 24 innings, and only two on runs. He's been looking really good. Alex Colon, 2.66 ERA, only 11 strikeouts in 20 in a third inning. But he's kind of having struggles with walks, seven walks in those 20 innings. For the Padres in the series, they've totally been heating up these last two weeks. Won five of their last six, and the Rockies have lost five of their last six. They got swept in a four-game series against the Braves last week and then split with the Giants on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. But Padres should easily win three out of four. Four games series split wouldn't be the worst thing ever. But, of course, the Padres should not and will not lose the series. But split would not be awful. Sweep would be awesome, and Padres should totally win three out of four with the guys out there on the mountain this series. And just again, looking at the standings, Padres are set at 35 and 22. Again, just a game and a half behind the Los Angeles Dodgers for first place in the NL West. Padres have the third best record in the NL Mets with 38 wins. 
Dodgers with 36, and Padres with 35. And the fifth most wins in Major League Baseball as of Wednesday night. So this Padres team, who has been amazing on the road, 20-11 and 11 on the road, struggling a little bit more at home, 15-11 and 11 at home, plus 44 run differential. Padres are totally win three out of four in the series. Reminder that this is an East Village Times podcast. You can find us on Twitter at EVT underscore news and online at eastvillagetimes.com. Remember to check the website or Twitter for all San Diego sports news. Remember to follow Dom and I on Twitter at Bobby Murphy 2000 and DM Stern 19. And thank you so much for listening and go Padres.